Chapter Eighteen of Famous Men of Greece. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by M. C. Y. Famous Men of Greece by John A. Tarrant and A. B. Poland. Chapter Eighteen. Simon. Part One. You remember that when Xerxes was preparing to invade Greece. Themistocles tried to get the Athenians to build ships and quit their city, and trusted the wooden wall of a fleet. One day, while the people were still in doubt about what they should do, a tall and handsome young man, with a bridle in his hand, was seen hurrying through the streets of Athens toward the Acropolis. He entered the temple of Minerva, hung up his bridle as an offering to the goddess, and took down from the walls a shield. He prayed to the goddess, and then carried the shields through the streets of Athens to the Piraeus. The young man was named Simon. He was the son of the famous Miltiades, and belonged to the class of Athenians called knights, who fought on horseback. For him to hang up his bridle in the temple was as much as to say that Athens now had no need of horsemen, but of seamen, as Themistocles was urging. People were fond of young Simon because of his pleasant ways and when they saw that he thought well of Themistocles's advice, a great many who had not liked it changed their minds. Simon himself sailed in the Athenian fleet, and fought bravely in the Battle of Salamis. He distinguished himself so much, that not long after the Persians had been driven from Greece, he was elected admiral of the fleet. All that time there were a number of pirates living on the island of Cyrus, in the Aegean Sea, they captured the merchant vessels that carried on the trade of the Mediterranean. Simon took possession of their island, and made the Aegean Sea safe for traders. The island was the one on which Thetis had tried to hide Achilles when the Trojan War began, and somewhere upon it Theseus, the great hero of Athens, had been buried. Simon made a search for the burial place and found it. He took the bones out of the tomb and carried them to Athens. When he arrived at Athens and told that he had brought the bones of Theseus, the whole city was filled with rejoicing. Games were held and theatrical exhibitions given. The great poets Aeschylus and Sophocles were placed for the occasion. Simon took so much booty from pirates that after a while he became very wealthy. He was also very generous. His fine gardens were open to the public, and people were allowed to gather fruit in his orchard. The Athenians said, he got riches so that he could use them, and then used them so that he got honor. His fellow citizens almost worshipped him. Part two. After some years of fighting, the allies of Athens grew tired of warfare. So Simon agreed to let them furnish ships and money, and he hired seamen and marines from among the Athenians, so that though the fleet was in name the fleet of Greece, it was really Athenian. He drilled his men well in naval warfare, and took them on one expedition after another. Thus they became the finest sea soldiers in Greece. At one time Simon learned that there was a Persian fleet off the coast of Asia Minor. Immediately two hundred ships were made ready, and he sailed to attack the Persians. They had about twice as many ships as he had, but the Greeks destroyed a great number of the Persian vessels and captured two hundred. Simon then disembarked his men and fought a Persian army on land. He completely defeated it, and so gained two victories in one day. Immediately after this, 
he was told that another persian fleet was not far off and at once he sailed to the spot and destroyed or captured all the ships and the men upon them the persian king was now glad to make peace he agreed that no army of his should ever go nearer to the aegean sea than a day's journey on horseback about fifty miles and that none of his warships should ever sail near greece the spoil taken on simon's great expedition was immense it sold for so much that the athenians took part of the money to pay for building the foundations of the great walls called the long walls these were to connect athens with her ports and serve also as fortifications simon paid for part of this work out of his own share of the spoils it seems strange that the athenians should ever have turned against simon after all his victories yet they did the reason was this a terrible earthquake happened in sparta the whole city was ruined and only five houses stood unharmed after the shock one large building fell upon some of the young men and boys who were drilling and killed them while everything was in confusion and everybody was filled with alarm the helots flocked together from the fields intending to massacre their masters fortunately one of the kings heard in time that the helots were arming themselves he at once ordered an alarm to be given by sounding trumpets and the spartans seized their shields and spears and gathered together when the helots reached the city and saw the citizens ready to resist them they went back into the country but they had a large and powerful army and they persuaded some neighbors of the spartans to join them then they seized a strong fortress near sparta the spartans were now in a dreadful plight their homes were in ruins their slaves in revolt and their neighbors aiding the slaves in their distress they sent to the athenians for aid the greek comic poet aristophanes says there was a wonderful difference between the scarlet robe and the white cheeks of the spartan who came to ask us for troops some of the athenians advised that none should be sent they thought it would be a good thing for athens if sparta lost her power for the two cities were rivals but simon persuaded his countrymen to send a large force he said athens and sparta are the two legs of greece do not suffer greece to be maimed and athens to lose her companion so athenian soldiers went in command of simon and fought for the spartans but the helots and their allies were too strong the fortress was not taken yet the spartans suspected that the athenians had not done their best and they said that they wished no more athenian help this made the people of athens very angry they were enraged not only with the spartans but with simon they declared that any friend of sparta was an enemy of athens and so they banished simon part three after the spartans had conquered their slaves they sent an army to attack athens a battle was fought not far from the city and the spartans gained the victory then someone was needed in athens who could either beat the spartans or make friends of them simon was therefore recalled from banishment not long after his return he made a truce with the spartans which lasted for several years simon thought that the best way to keep peace in greece was to fight the persians so he fitted out a fleet and set sail from athens to attack parts of the great king's dominions he really hoped to overthrow the whole persian empire before making any attack he sent friends to the oracle of jupiter the god refused to answer the question that they put and gave as a reason because simon's already with me the messengers wondered what this could mean but when they reached the greek fleet they found that simon was dead 
Some say he died of sickness, others of a wound which he had received while besieging a city. Before he died, he ordered his officers to conceal his death from the soldiers and to carry his body to Athens. This they did. End of chapter 18